In a rare occurrence, a dead humpback calf whale was washed up in Mangaia in the Cook Islands late last week. Humpback whales are migrating to the Pacific Islands from their southern feeding grounds to mate and give birth. Nan Hauser, the director of Cook Islands Whale Research, expects beached calves to become a more common occurrence as storms get more intense from climate change. She speaks with Caleb Fotheringham about what likely happened to the calf. Do you have any reason why you think this happened? I do, and it's getting a little bit scary because I think we're going to see more and more of this. Last year, when we had the humpback calf come over the reef in Aitutoki, and it was still alive, that was in August, August 17th last year. It was quite alarming because we haven't seen tons of that in the past four or five decades. Occasionally, a calf has been thrown over the reef, but because of climate change, we're getting so much intense weather. Currents are changing and waves are getting higher. Storms are getting more intense. So we're actually seeing these calves being pushed away from their mothers and thrown over the reef. And then they're separated. And then, of course, it's a disaster. And it's a very emotional time for the mother and the calf. When we saw that happening last year, I remember speaking to people around the world about it. And they were seeing it also and worrying that we would see more of that. We might have because to of get used to that. And so this so much... This young calf that came weather. over the reef in Mariah could have been the same higher. situation are where more it just got lifted so up and thrown over the reef. But there are other reasons, too, why climate change could have affected the whale coming over. When we see calves wash up, is that usually caused by the separation of the calf and their mother? The actual lifting the whale up over the reef and throwing it on the other side causes the separation. A mother would never leave her calf. She stays with it all the time. The relationship is quite like humans, actually, without sounding too anthropomorphic, but they really love their calves, and the calves really depend on the mothers. So if the mother's resting, I mean, she's just made this huge migration from Antarctica. She's tired. She's come up here to mate and give birth. And so she's she's exhausted from giving birth. She's got the calf tucked up underneath her or next to her or on her head. But if a huge wave comes or a current comes and lifts up that calf and throws it over the reef, it's a disaster because that calf cannot survive without its mother. Before you were saying about how climate change is affecting all sorts of things, are we seeing the whale's migration pattern changing? Well, it has to change. And and it's crazy. We don't understand exactly how this is going to work because it's almost as if the the migratory pathways and the, the corridors and the whole migration pattern, it's hardwired. It's like ancestral knowledge. It's memory. It's hardwired, you know, into their cells, into their DNA. And so all of a sudden they have to change all this. Because where they're going, where they're used to going, the water's too warm and their food's not there anymore or it's not as abundant as it was. We see a lot more problems with seals and seal pups left on beaches in different places. And that's because the anchovies and the sardines that they're eating are having to go deeper and further out where it's cooler. So the water temperatures, as they increase, they also trick 
the biological clock of these animals into thinking, oh, it's time to migrate. It's time to do this. Maybe they're not um, as fat as they should be. Maybe they don't have as much blubber because remember they don't eat. After they leave Antarctica, they don't eat for, oh, sometimes six to eight months. They fast. And so they have to carry all that water in their bodies, in their blubber to produce milk. And if the mother's not all that healthy, then obviously the calf's not going to have the proper nutrition itself. Are you seeing the whales come earlier or later to Rarotonga right now, or is it pretty in line with what you've seen in the past? It's much later. In fact, when I first started my research here in 1998, we would see a lot of whales show up around the second, third, fourth week of June, and our season would start, and then July it would be in full swing. Well, now we don't really get into full swing until August 1st. We have whales that show up and pass through, because remember, we're just a corridor. They come through here on their way to true breeding grounds like Nui or Tonga or New Caledonia. But when they show up later here, they don't spend as much time here either. They're just passing through. So I would say that since I've been here since 1998, it's been delayed by mm, six weeks now, maybe even seven, six or seven weeks. It's been delayed over the past couple of decades. 